All right, so this is B Little. B Little Speaks. I have the pleasure to sit down and to interview a prolific songwriter, an awesome husband, um, an artist. He does so many things, and he's just released a new CD. But before we get to that, we want to discover who he is and welcome to the platform. What's up, man? Donnie Bolden. <laughs> What's up, bro? Now, now, what is it? Donnie Bolden Jr. or Donnie Don Bolden Jr. Donnie Bolden. I gotta Jr. represent the Junior because I right. love my daddy so much. Uh huh. So if you Google him, make yeah. sure you put the Junior. On. That's right. That's right. Put that Junior. On. So tell us, who's Donnie Bolden? Man, Donnie Bolden. So that's a good question, man. It's a hard question because, man, I'm so many different things. Like, um, but when I label myself. Uh -huh. I'm just a man that loves God, man. I love people. Uh, I love my family. Um, I love making an impact on people's lives, man. Like I drive, that's, that's my drive. Right. Just to, to, to make an impact on people's lives, man. So, uh, whether it's to make you laugh, um, <laughs> make you worship, get into that place with God and right. just to impact your life. That's, that's who I am, man. That's, you know. And you know, that's what I know you as, because I follow you on social media, yeah. Facebook. Yes, sir. And I tell you that laughter. <laughs> <laughs> These little memes you do with your family yeah. and with your, with your wife and yeah. uh, catching your kids off guard. That, yeah. that stuff uh, is good medicine. Yes, sir. And yes. of course, I know your worship. Yes, sir. I know your worship. So tell us about your family life. Man, listen, I'm married to a wonderful, beautiful woman of God that loves God. Not only... Does she loves God? She loves me. Um, I have five beautiful kids, three grandchildren. Um, yes, I got three grandkids. Three Karen grandkids. I know I don't look like it. God has been good. <laughs> but man, um, I I've been on this journey for a while, man, and I just praise God for what He's been doing in my life, uh, in my family's life, man. Uh, I have a wonderful dad, my pastor. Um, and I know we're gonna talk about my mom later, so I'm not gonna get into that right now, but um, so yeah, man, we just, uh, my church family lighthouse, man, it's just, I love everybody, man. So yeah. Right, right, right. So now Donnie Bolden, the musician, the singer, the artist, what age were you when you got the music, when you started this journey? Wow. So check this out, man. When I was five years old, mm -hmm. man, my mom called me up to the altar at our church and anointed my hands when I was five years old. Mm -hmm. And she said these specific words, I'll never forget, at five years old, your every instrument you put your hands to, right. you're going to play. Right. And um, I remember at eight years old, I was sitting at the piano in our church called the Old Yellowton Building. <laughs> now, now, some of y'all from Abbeville might remember the old Yellowton building, man, it was the spot, you know, because we really loved God. You know, we just, we wasn't worried about everything that was going on around. We really loved God, God's people. And uh, I was sitting at an upright piano we used to have mm -hmm. sitting in the corner. And man, um, I started to write my first song entitled Jesus is the Light of My wow. Life. And man, that's when I realized that uh, music was in me right. and what I really wanted to do. Cause I felt like, uh, just the presence of God, man. Cause I, I, I would weep a lot every time I was saying, even at eight, at eight, man, I would just, the presence of God just would be on me, man. Like at eight. Wow. So, so, so I knew at that moment 
That's what I want. Music was going to be music an intricate part of your life. That's it. That's it. Well, I tell you, you do it well. <clears throat> uh, we're sitting in this beautiful edifice, a lighthouse for Jesus. And I remember being a teacher. Yeah. Oh, you threw her. I thought you were throwing no gangs. <laughs> lighthouse. Uh, I'm in the lighthouse. Sanctuary <laughs> strip. <laughs> yeah, so. Now, I remember coming here as a kid. Man, the worship would just be on another level. Um, wow. And you would be there along with the rest of the team that was here. Mm-hmm. And the ministry was just phenomenal that many years ago. And I know the impact that music has had on your life and how you committed. But I got to ask this question. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen you worship in the sanctuary. Had there ever been a time where a pull was on you to go into the world, do some secular stuff? Yes. <laughs> Look at that face. <laughs> yes, Emphatically, man. yes. Yes, man. I remember back in the day, man, most of my cousins, we, we, they, they weren't saved. Mm-hmm. They wasn't in church. They were trying to be, you know. Right. Uh, but they had that lifestyle, and I ain't gonna lie, I used to see it, and I wanted it. You did? Um, I wanted it. I'm glad to I, hear you say that. I wanted it. It was right. just it's just real, you know. You see them driving a nice car, you see them with all the girls. Right. Like, I, I really, I was like, man, I was fascinated. I was like, wow, man, okay. And um, <clears throat> and I remember um, I used to go, like, to different studios with different friends. And it's like, hey, man, my cousin, he sings, man, you know, get him on a hook or whatever, you uh-huh. know. So I got on a couple of hooks, man, and got offered some money. And, man, it felt so good to have that money. You're right, right. So uh, that actually pulled me into wanting to to go that route. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I remember my mom. I went to her and I asked, you know, I was like, hey, what you think, you know, about me doing this, you know, um, is not Christian, you know? Mm-hmm. And she gave me a scripture. She said, son, what good is it for a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? And I never forget that. Um, and it did something to me. Uh, the Holy Spirit actually, like you said earlier, I like when you said that it sent a conviction right. in me, you know, because it was pulling me. Right. The key thing, my brother, was I did feel that they were changing me and I wasn't changing. Wow. Them. Wow. Yeah. Did you... It, in, in feeling that change, did you sense something was off in it? The change that was happening? I, I did. I right. did. And most of us, you know, sometimes we forget the, the word said that we were born in sin and shape and in iniquity. Mm-hmm. We were born in this thing. So it's natural. Right. It's natural to lev- uh, to, 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 to levitate to or to, to, to gr- try to grasp. It. Right. And um, it just felt natural to go there. But the Holy Spirit that was in me, God, the presence of God, was saying, no, this is not for you. Right. And man, I can go deeper than that. Right. There, there, there were instances, and I, I testified about this uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, that I I wanted to sell drugs, man. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like, wow. I, I wanted to be out there. And i never forget my cousin. He told me, he said, same thing God told me, he said, this is not for you. Wow. This is not the life that you want. You know, and I want to encourage, if I could take a moment, just no, to man, encourage, if a young man, young woman, you're watching this, Influence is powerful. Make sure you're around the right people that can influence you in the right way, even though they're doing the things that you want to do. You don't have to do what everybody else is doing. And I praise God for my cousin telling me, you know, he's doing time right now. Oh, wow. You know, that, that's how that's how bad it was in his life. Um, and he told me, he said, no, man, he said, you know, it's not for you. So I just praise God, man, that uh, 
I had that conviction. And when my mom spoke that word into my life, hey, what good is it for a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Right. It just resonated and, and it's and it been there ever since, you know. Not saying I'm perfect because a lot of people like to throw that around. Mm-hmm. You know? No, I'm not perfect. I'm not a perfect man at all. Uh, I go through things just like you. But at the end of the day, I understand my purpose and I understand why God put me on this earth. It is to impact people before right. I leave this earth. Right. That's it. Now, right as, way. now as an artist, mm-hmm. with everything that you said, how does that have an impact on your songwriting? To realize that you really have to deal with the pressures of this world. Mm-hmm. You've got real problems like everybody else. Right. How does that influence your songwriting? Man, my songwriting is, I, I believe, is different because I write from a place, man. Most of the songs that I write, I write from a place. Like, And I know some people do the same thing, but it's a place that I can't really describe, man. Like, um, through the pain that I've been through in my life, mm-hmm. um, I write from there. But at the same time, I want my music to be encouraging. Right. Um, um, sometimes I write is not always worshipped based, right, if you will, to the father. Right. You know, like I have a song called Blue Sky. Don't take away my blue skies. Right. You said everything will be all right. Sometimes I wonder why we got to cry. Sometimes I wonder why we have to die. Songs like that. Right. Is when I wrote when I was in pain with things, you know, going through different situations. Wow. Seeing my loved ones sick and it was just different things. Yeah. That caused. And you took that. And you found Christ in the middle of it all. Yeah. And find a way to mm-hmm. allow what you were feeling and even the healing process to yeah. come through yes. your songwriting. He's the source of it all. Yeah. At the end of the day, Brian, he's the source of it all, man. Like, right. that's what I'm learning. And everything that I felt sometimes that wasn't good enough was for, for, for the industry, if you will, right. or certain people was good enough for someone. Wow. Because Blue Sky. I remember touched a lot of young men life that was on the streets. They'll stop me in my car and man, Bruce guys, man, where can I get it? Right. And I had to go make copies of CDs and, and hand just, it out to them. Bro. Right. So you just don't know. You don't know how yeah, that's or, right. or God is going to use you to impact. Right. Right. Now, <laughs> some years ago, I remember you recording mm-hmm. an album with a group called Sons of Thunder. Yeah, S-O-T. S-O-T. And I remember you calling me one day, say, hey, bro, would you like to be our keyboardist for this group? Yeah. And I remember joining in, and you were able to go across the world with this. At that time, what album was that? Was that your freshman, sophomore album? It was uh, actually, um, we had Completely Yours. Okay. That was actually like our sophomore album. Okay. So at this point, you were two albums in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then, how much songwriting did you do? Man, I did. During those projects. I want to say I did like, like I want to say 80%, wow. 90%. Yeah. And that was some good stuff. Oh, yeah. Now, I, listen, talk about good stuff. Hopefully we'll be able to slip some of this footage in. Yeah. But I remember uh, to this day, there's a song that if I walk into a church and it, they're a group of the Chosen Frozen. <laughs> 
I could belt out a song from your Sons of Thunder album. It goes something like, there is something, ain't it something about the Holy Ghost? Yeah, yeah. Man, that was a foot stomper. Yes, sir. Man, how, did, how did you come about that? Man, listen, true story. My wife and I were sitting in the front room watching TV. Uh-huh. And the Flintstones. <laughs> Not the Flintstones, man. <laughs> and it, it was a little song like, I love you, but I ain't going to be a fool. Right, so I said, man, I like that little. So I got on my beast and say, oh, there's something. Yeah, there you go. About the Holy Ghost. About the Holy Ghost. Ooh, there's something. Ooh, there's something. About the Holy Ghost. About the Holy Ghost. Yeah, there's something. Ooh, there's something. Oh, there's something. Don't do it to me. Don't do it to me. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's how that song came about. Wow, bro. wow. Yeah, that is a, that's a giant of a song, and it's one of my personal favorites. Yeah, man. Also, get ready for the remix, guys. Wait a minute. We're working on it. We're working on it. A B-Little Speaks exclusive. <laughs> I want to premiere it here. One of the first people to premiere it. Let's go. Let's go. And so uh, now, so you are songwriting. You're creating mm-hmm. um, albums. Is there any time in the process, one in particular, that I know that we, the world, were able to share in, and that's the loss of your mother. Yeah. I remember um, when she passed, seeing um, as a spectator via social media, the pain it caused um, you, your church, your family, and just dealing with that, describe in your own words what that season was like for you. Oh my God. I can't really describe it because, uh, the, the, well, I could see it was like the hardest time of my life mm-hmm. uh, because it was so unexpected, man. So much had happened within the course of three days. Wow. Three days. We didn't have time to adjust. Adjust. We didn't have, it's just like three days. Like, hey, your mom not eating. Can y'all come and make sure she's eating? So I never forget. Um, I went in the room and I, tried to put some mashed potatoes in her mouth and it just sat there and I was like, okay, I don't get it, you know? And I called my wife, my wife was in Baltimore at the time. Um, and I called her and uh, I said, I said, uh, I said, baby, I said, uh, mama not doing good. Now, mind you, this happened a few times before mm-hmm. where she, you know, got a little sick and she'll bounce back, you right. know, she'll bounce back. So it's like, you know, I said, mom, I told, no, I said, uh, honey, I said, mama not feeling well. You know, I say I, I know she's probably gonna be back, be, be back in in the runnings in a few days, but this time it felt different, man. Right. So long story short, man, we end up losing her um that Tuesday. Uh yeah, yeah. And uh in twenty seventeen and uh well I hate to use the term losing because having you know, games. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but um, as far as according to us as humans, right. you know, you'd be like, man, that's just the toughest time. But to describe that time, man, it's kind of rough. I just could say it was the hardest time. But like I, I, I remember, man, trying to what you was talking about earlier, right, mm-hmm. and just trying to find a place, just trying to find a place of peace, right, and just talking with God and just trying to just find a place of peace, and I couldn't, man, right. And I remember I tried to write, and that's how powerful music is to me. And words to me at that time, I couldn't hear a melody. 
Uh, couldn't hear a song. I was in um, two weeks after I was scheduled to be in Vegas for the Stella Awards, and I'm out there in Vegas tripping, just not not doing you know all kind of stuff, but just trying to function right. And man, I just it was just it just wore me down because I we didn't expect it, man. It, it right. just messed us up, you know, in the bed, and it just was a lot, right? But God, but God. God. And you were able to bounce back from that season. Oh, yes, man. Um, and I remember this particular song. I know you probably heard it. Uh, my hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah, it belongs to you. You deserve it. You deserve it. And man, we were sitting in the front room and that song came on. Uh -huh. And my dad at the time, man, he used to sit in a truck all the time by himself. Because it was hard for him, man. He'd been with my mom for over 40 years. And he just fell to his knees and he let out a scream, bro. Like I never heard him scream that way before. Mm -hmm. Not knowing he was dealing with suicidal thoughts. Oh man. Now, this 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 man been a man of God for a long time. You don't know what's going through a person's mind mm -hmm. and what the devil is doing or what the devil has assigned to break them in that moment. Right. And uh, when he let out that scream, man, when he fell to his knees, we felt a release. It's like, God, I just give it to you. Right. I give it to you. And man, that song, and I told, I talked, I told JJ Harrison, I said, man, that song saved our family's life. God man. sent that song, man. Wow. So yeah, you deserve it. That's, That's why I sing it all the time. When I go somewhere, I sing it because it reminds me that God puts things there for a reason, man. Came on the TV. Wow. We, we, we didn't even know it was coming on the TV, bro. But it happened in the time when you needed most. When you needed it most. Wow, wow. And see, the, the reason that I want to talk about that, to know that there are various seasons in people's lives. Right. You know, every day is not a happy day. Every day is not sunshine. Right. But we have to keep pressing That's and right. keep pushing mm -hmm. and to see that you didn't waver in your faith. Because I know mm -hmm. in such a short span, if I lost my mother like that, I probably would have some questions for God. Come on. And I'm glad you're touching on that because I did. Mm -hmm. If I could be open, an open book, I did. And uh, I had lost faith. In wow. my, and I, once again, I thank God for my wife because she just kept. It's like, man, because I come from a church. I've seen people raised. And I know people don't believe in that nowadays. Some people don't. Mm -hmm. But I've seen people raised on that very altar right there. I seen right. a woman die. She turned blue. No breath in her body. We had some registered nurses in here. They checked her pulse. They tried to get in, you know, get in up to give her mouth to mouth and didn't work. And I saw my mom come off the altar with a staff right. in her hand. Wow. And she said, live and not die. Right. And when she said, live and not die, I seen that woman, bro. She, she said, oh, bro, I'm getting chills talking about it because I've see, I seen it. Right. So moving forward, we praying in the hospital. I got the same staff. And for God not to do it. Right. For my mom. So I started questioning. Wow. And man, 
back to the trip in Vegas. This is the crazy part. I'm riding on the plane and I'm, and I'm asking God crazy stuff. I'm like, God, if you really God, put my mom on that cloud. Just, just like stupid stuff. Just talking out my mind. Right. And desperate, desperate, bro. Yeah. And I heard God say this. It was so loud. There was a man sitting next to me. I thought he said it. Mm-hmm. But it was so loud and clear. He said, son, even in your doubt, I still love you. Oh, man. Did a song come out of that? Because that's powerful. Well, you know. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. And, bro, it just, it did something. It broke me. Right. He said, even in your doubt, I love you. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure that some of you that's out there, man, that's doubting. Like, man, why God didn't do this? Why God allowed this? Sometimes he turns your pain into your purpose. Because when my mom passed, it actually drove me more to live more. Right. It opened up so many other doors in my life. Right. You know, yeah. and, I, and I'm glad that you told that. Um, but I also have to say that I'm glad you remain committed. Because you mm-hmm. touched a lot of lives. Yes, sir. Like others touch your lives. Mm-hmm. One of them, and you don't have to say it, and you don't have to say it because I'm not in the name dropping per se, but I want to use this as an opportunity to testify because you stayed on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. One life came right here from Abbeville, mm-hmm. went on to great success mm-hmm. and acclaim. You can share it if you want. I won't say it mm-hmm. if you don't want to touch on it. Mm-hmm. But she has a great regard for you, your ministry. And from my understanding, she comes right out of this church, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? You're Go talking ahead. about Corinne Hopkins? Corinne, that's right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. And she used to be a part of the music team. Yeah, yeah, man. Corinne, let me tell you, I saw I saw it from her from like this high, man. Mm-hmm. Just You could just see it on her, man. And she's doing great things right now. She's doing some great things. Yes, sir. But that's the fingerprint of your mother. That's the mm-hmm. fingerprint of yourself. Being mm-hmm. diligent on the battlefield. Are there mm-hmm. any artists that touch your life in a very real way that you looked up to? Man. You have uh, been a, an influence? Man, I, man, to be honest with you, man, of course, you know, Fred Hammond, man. Fred oh, Hammond, yeah. one the of legend. Them. Listen, bro, I used to just watch Commission and Keith Staten and mm-hmm. from Commission and the Clark Sisters. Uh, those groups actually made me who, who right. I who I am because right. watching them, even the Sons of Thunder, before we even learned a commission song, we learned the Clark Sisters. Wow, <laughs> wow! The 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 vocal harmonies and the parts was like so crazy. Like, bro, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. What are they doing? Like, can we do that? <laughs> <laughs> and bro, so that that's some of them. The list goes on, man. Uh, as far as the secular. Uh, Marvin Gaye. Oh yeah. Oh man. Marvin Gaye and Luther Vandross. Some people be oh, like, that's man, you sound like right Luther, man. You know, that's cool. <laughs> but Marvin Gaye, man, the list goes on, man. James Brown. I just, I love their their showmanship. Not only their showmanship, but what they brought to music, man, to the history of music. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that's good. So now we're here. <laughs> now we're here. Just drop a new single. It's not dropped yet. When is it coming out? This Friday. And what's the name of it? Cover Me. Congratulations, brother. Cover Me. Yes, sir. And yes, what sir. album in the line would this be for you? Uh, actually, man, um, you know, I did my last album in 2008. 
Oh, wow. And over the course of time, I was dropping a lot of singles and right. working with other people like Cupid. I, and, I remember. Um, um, and just, uh, you know, different other artists and whatnot. But right now, man, uh, Cover Me uh, is set to release on this coming Friday. I can't wait for y'all to hear it. Um, and then after that, we're working on a, uh, well, it's basically done an EP. Right. And we're going to set out at the beginning of 2022. And and what's today's date now? Today's date. I don't even know. I, I, I don't when know. is Friday's date, you know? Yeah, well, Friday's date is the 19th. Okay, so you can have a perspective. If yeah. you're watching this after the 19th, go download it, go buy it, go, go purchase it. it, go get it. Go get it. Uh-huh. So yeah. Cover Me, how did you come up with that title? Uh, how man. did you come up with that song? Man, actually, before the pandemic hit, man, I had um, something happen with my back, man. My back just went out. I woke up one morning and locked up on it, went to my doctor and um, just was dealing with back issues. I was like, man, maybe I'm too overweight, maybe this and that. And um, it got worse. Mm -hmm. The doctor gave me some shots and it got worse over time. Man, it got so bad to where I could hardly walk. Right. And I thought, man, I was like, this is it. He's <laughs> like, oh, wow, bro, I'm, I'm stuck here. Right. And uh, the next thing you know, it was 2000, the end of 2018, I'm dealing with this. Um, 2019 come around, that's when we start hearing the buzz about the pandemic. Mm -hmm. It hadn't hit yet, like talking about it. And uh, then you start hearing that it's coming, it's coming, y'all get ready. Oh, no, that's fake. That is. Next thing you know, it hits. So man, I just started, while I was down, a song just came to my mind. It was like, you covered me in spite of it all. Wow. In spite of it all, God, thank you for covering it. Wow. And uh, even when I, I was bedridden, mm -hmm. uh, I ended up uh, contracting COVID. And oh, wow. um, I believe, you know, just so many things. And, you know, um, so many people lost their lives. Right. And, and it's just so hard. So many people close to, to us. And um, I know it was a hard time. So. I just was so grateful, man. And that's how that song came about. I just started writing, man, just saying, God, thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for the times, you know, you didn't turn away. Wow. You know, just thank you. you know? So that's how that song came about. Man. Wow. Powerful. I can't wait to hear it. Man, uh, yes, sir. You're going to give us a snippet to play uh, right after this interview, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Now, people that want to get connected with you, how, how can they do that? Man, I'm everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I'm uh, everywhere on social media, on Facebook, um, Instagram, uh, Twitter is all under Donnie Bolden Jr. Um, and on my uh, Instagram is Donnie Bolden Jr. Music. Mm -hmm. But everything else is Donnie Bolden Jr. Um, on my website, I have a website. Uh, we're in the process of uh, um, rebuilding that, okay. um, rebranding that because I had I had it for a minute and. Uh, so it's www.donnybodenjr.com. And uh, so you can reach me at, at that, man, uh, on those platforms and stuff like that. That's yeah. good. Well, I'm excited. Let me say congratulations again. Man, thank you, man. I'm sitting here again, Donnie Bolden Jr. His new release, Cover Me, can be found on all platforms that you visit for music. And I'm just excited to have had this interview with him. I love you the life. I love you the truth. Let's make today count. All right. 
Till we meet again.